without confidence, there is no friendship. That was written by Epicurus, an ancient Greek philosopher. Nothing's changed, has it? Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planeton, and you're in the right place if you're ready to create inspired life. And we do so by working on our own personal development. So we can be strong role models for those we love and mentor, and strong for our own well-being. We continue our journey through Maxwell Maltz's best-selling book, The Magic of Self-Image Psychology. And this is an excellent read. And this chapter is a pleasant surprise because it is entitled, Winning Friends Can Be Easy For You. <laughs> Basically, your ability to form sincere, enduring friendships depends on the strength of your self-image. Why be shy? <laughs> Before you're ready for a real friendship, you must have the courage to burst through your shell. This is absolutely a fantastic read and I'm going to give you some really good tips and a little exercise. So stay tuned towards the end of the show. Here we go. If people trust you, they will confide to you their most terrible fears and guilts, easing their burdens, giving them more energy to direct into positive channels. If you're an accepting person, you can bring them a sense of relaxation that few others can bring them. If you can help make life sweet for just two or three friends whom you cherish, how fortunate you will feel having two or three really good, sincere friends is priceless. I know a lot of people always like to count how many friends they have on Facebook, but a friend, a true friend, is someone you can confide in, someone you can talk to, someone who will let you release your tensions to without judgment and may even have a little helpful hint for you as well. In the words of Emerson, friendship should be surrounded with ceremonies and respect and not crushed into corners. Friendship requires more time than poor busy men can usually command. Yes, we're all busy keeping our families fed, <laughs> keeping a roof over our head, keeping active, you know, actually doing things in life. We're human beings, right? Gotta go out there and live your life to the fullest. And friendship is part of that. So here is five rules he has for winning friends if you're a little shy right now. Apply these concepts and you will never lack friends. Number one, be a friend to yourself. If you're not, you can't possibly be friends to others. If you downgrade yourself, you can still admire other people, but your respect will be tainted with envy. Others will sense the impurity of your friendship and will not respond positively to it. They may be sympathetic towards your problems, but pity is not a strong foundation for a friendship. Be a friend to yourself. You are not a victim. This is where we're building up our self-image, right? We're gaining strength and, you know, getting ourselves out there, saying what we need to say, and we practice at it. You know, next time you go to a party or a dinner party or a club or even grocery shopping, you can start practicing talking to people you don't know. 
and just maybe having a small interaction to build up that conversational side of you. Still have to keep your filters on, right? But just like, hey, what a beautiful day, isn't it? What a beautiful day it is today. And with that simple interaction, you also have to have confidence in yourself. Dignity, hold your head up high. Number two, reach out to people. This is the next step. When you're with a casual acquaintance and you feel like talking, express yourself as uninhibitedly, <laughs> uninhibitedly <laughs> as is proper for the situation. Don't tell yourself that you're silly if you crack a joke or unstable if you're nervous and want the other person to like you. Look for the other person's positive qualities and try and bring them out. Watch for overcritical thoughts and stamp them out, for they are enemies to friendship. Why even waste time criticizing someone else or yourself or talking about someone else? Because if you're talking about someone else, people know this. Then they think you're also talking about them. So the <laughs> in as much as it's uninhibited conversation, you also have to filter what kind of conversations you're having. And be proud of what you're doing. Be proud of your occupation. We are all here for a reason. So instead of saying, oh, you know what? I could have been this, that, and the other thing. I should have gone back to school. I should have applied for that job. I should have, could have, would have. Just do it. But be proud and present for where you are right now until you need to reach the next level. It all takes time. We spend 12 years in school, from elementary to high school. 12 years of learning and building blocks. What could you do in the next 12 years if you started building on your skills, your conversational skills, and surrounding yourself with friends who are genuine and uplifting, who are going to take you to the next level? You know, associate yourself with those people who inspire you. It makes such a difference. Okay, number three, imagine you're the other person. This mental picturing will help you if you try to imagine him or her in total life situation as accurately as you construct it and can sense their needs and try to meet them as much as within your ability, within the dimensions of your relationship. You can also understand their responses better. If they're touchy in certain areas, you can try and avoid stepping on those toes <laughs> when you feel like being generous. You can attempt to build up their own self-image. If they are a worthwhile friend, they will be grateful for your kindness and will be giving to you in return in their own individual way. Imagine your own, you're in those other person's shoes. That's empathy. Empathize with them. Talk to them with a kind ear. Tell me more. Tell me more. That is a great conversational builder. Really? Tell me more. If you put yourself in their shoes, whatever they've been through or whatever they're talking about, whether it's good or bad or what's going on in the conversation, try and imagine yourself in their shoes. And maybe they're looking for some helpful advice. 
What would you do in a certain situation? How would you handle that? That's a conversation. That's why when I do these episodes, I don't just read straight out of the book. We're having a conversation. Podcasts, YouTube channels, they're very personal because you're listening and thinking and you're giving yourself your own feedback. How can I improve on my own self-image? How can I be a better friend to somebody else? Think about it. Let's have that conversation. Isn't that special? That's magical. I love it. And number four, accept the other fellow's individuality. People are different, especially when they're being genuine. Don't try to alter this fact. The other person is not you. Accept them as they are, and they'll value you too as you are, if they're worth their salt. It is a serious mistake to try and force another person to conform to your preconceived ideas. If you resort to such domineering tactics, you're likely to have an enemy, not a friend. We are all unique. No two people are alike in history, ever. And that is also quite fascinating. So we all have our opinions. And the only thing we can do is control what's in here. Nobody can take that away from you. No one. No one can take what's in your mindset. And as you work through your personal self-image, as you build yourself up and you get that confidence, that beautiful spirit alive, Start talking to yourself. Don't listen to yourself. Talk to yourself saying, hey, okay, here's the situation. Take a pause. That's what's going on in their life. That's their opinion. Do I have any control over that? If the answer is no, then just let it go. That's, you know, if you have no control over a certain situation and it's not your decision making, then you have to let it go. And that's how you get into a flow state of mind. It's almost too simple, but we have to keep reminding ourselves. And that's why I'm here every week. I'm not only reminding everybody who listens or watches on YouTube, but also myself. And number five, try to meet others' needs. Too often this world is a cutthroat place in which people think of their own needs and then stop thinking. Go out of your way to be considerate and you'll be a valued friend. Many people talk at people. They deliver lectures and the other person is just an ear. Never do this to a friend. Talk to them, not at them. Have you ever done that? (laughs) As a parent or a teacher or an educator, That is the secret sauce. You don't talk at your kids. Talk down to them. You talk with them. You talk it through. You have a conversation. The old adage, do as I say, not as I do, does not work. It has never worked and will never work. So... Now I feel like I'm talking at you instead of <laughs> instead of just <laughs> sorry. Talk to the person, not at them, right? 
And this is the exciting part because here he has the practice exercise. And if you've been following along with the show, this is exercise number seven in the self-image psychology. So your self-image. When you are with people, how you're feeling about yourself will influence your thinking about them mm, and conduct in relation to them. This is inevitable. If you're feeling basically worthless, you may distort your thinking into one of these patterns. Number one, you will draw into a defensive shell, defending yourself against yourself, inhibiting any spontaneous actions and frowning on spontaneity in others. Two, you will wallow in overcritical thoughts about people lifting your own weak ego but destroying any chance of friendly relating. Three, you will become gushingly talkative, making a frantic effort to prove you're not worthless, an accusation you've made against yourself. And four, you will be constantly competitive, always trying to knock the other person down and pull yourself up over them in status. I'm sure he says that you recognize people who relate in these ways, making friendly relating difficult. You yourself may rely on one or more of these defense mechanisms. If you do, it's time that you strengthen your self-image when you're with people so that they can relate more naturally without taking some things away from others. And that is the human nature, right? Fight, light. When you're in fear, especially when you're afraid of a situation, when you don't have the confidence to deal with that. If you can't fight, then you might withdraw. Totally makes sense. He says, as you sit quietly, work on this practice exercise. Tell yourself you were made in God's image, whatever that God is for you. And that he fashioned you to love your fellow man and to live at peace with him. You were made to be warm and human, and these qualities are in you somewhere even if it's not superficially apparent. He fashioned you to love your fellow man. And that's why I said, whoever your God is, whatever your specific spiritual belief is. And I think of the people of Bali, where they practice being kind daily. And I can hardly wait to go there and see it for myself, because I would love to be surrounded with people who just love and are just so kind to one another, even if they don't know them. The next one, he says, as you're doing this practice, remember the simplicity of your childhood friendships. Picture in vivid detail as best you can things you did with your childhood friends, possessions and feelings you shared. Recapture your favorite moments of early friendship, imagining the events. Regain the feeling that you can be spontaneous and alive, that you can throw off the burdens of over-civilization. Concentrate on the loving feelings you have felt for people during your life. Forget the hate and the dissolution. Start off afresh and bring back into your memory your feelings of gratitude for something nice your mother did for you, or a considerate gesture made by your father 
bask in the warm glow of bygone birthdays when people indulged you in the shared confidences with trusted friends. If your life has been hard, concentrate on the isolated cases in which you felt genuine gratitude to other people. Keep your loving feelings alive as you would a fire to keep you warm, for they are the whipped cream, the champagne of your self-image, that magic topping. Without the active feeling of love in your heart, love is incomplete. And I wrote down a quote recently, <laughs> and I'm, I was remiss not to write down who said this, but it's not always the journey that matters, but who you take it with. Remember that. It's not always the journey that matters, but who you take it with. And you've taken so many journeys along the way. And if you'd like to improve on those journeys, improve upon who you take it with. Because if you're not surrounding yourself with like-minded individuals that want nothing but the best for you, to lift your spirits, they may not be your friends. And like I said, you don't need 800 friends on Facebook or whichever. Two or three really true friends. I myself have five. They're the type of friends that you don't have to see every day. You don't even have to talk to every week or a month. But when you get together, it's like time hasn't passed and it's magical. That's true friendship. And you can talk about anything. You can say anything. And they're still your friends. That is the magic. That is the magic. Now, he goes on to say, accept your imperfections. If you expect too much of yourself, your self-image with people will be weak. You'll always be looking over your shoulder to see if someone has noticed this fault of yours or that mistake. In addition, you'll expect others to measure up to your impossible standards, and they will feel that you are unaccepting. Once you accept yourself as you are, you will find it easy to give quiet friendship to others, and one of life's most wonderful experiences will be yours. Your pride in yourself and your friendliness to others is something that you have to bring out for yourself. No matter if it's difficult, only you can do it. Go over and over and over. Practice, practice, practice. It'll help you grow in your stature of the world of people. It will help you grow as an individual. It will help you get out of your shell. Take the next step. Think about what you did for the first 12 years of schooling, right? You started in like age five or six. So by 18, 18 years you dedicated as you were building and growing and ready to get out into the world and take the next step. So wherever you are in your life at this moment in time, who knows, you might be listening to this and you're in high school or you're in university or you're in that job that has been sucking the life out of you for 15 years. <laughs> what do you need to do to just reach out? Make the choice to have a positive mindset, to improve on your personal self-image 
so that you can open yourself up to the world. And you need to practice these things if, say, for example, you're going on a job interview and you're not feeling confident in yourself. That'll come across in the job interview. Or if you are moving to a new city and you know nobody, you have to take those little baby steps and find people who have some common ground with you. They will be attracted to you if you build on that. If you practice, I like to practice at the grocery store, just, you know, chatting, maybe making someone's day, maybe noticing a beautiful woman coming in and she has the most amazing shoes. I don't hesitate now. I'm like, oh, wow, those are great shoes. I love that. Puts a little smile on their face, right? And I'm being sincere about it. So think about what you can do. Think about those practice exercises and try it out. Practice, 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 and you will live a more inspired life. Well, if you like the show, share it with somebody you know, and hey, hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss the next episode. I'll see you then.